on a break. We were on a break. We were on a break. We really were on a break. Welcome into the They Were On A Break podcast. We are on Season 3, Episode 9, The One With The Football. Hello, we're Katie and Chloe, and we break down friends. What's up? This is the Season 3 Thanksgiving episode. I know, it's a big one. I should have said that and I didn't, but it is... it. Everybody returns to these episodes, but this one, we were talking about it before the show, a little underwhelming. You know what? I remember this episode being good, and then it's not that it wasn't good, it's just that it was a little dull. And in it had some very funny moments, mm-hmm. and I do feel like all of the acting that happened in this episode was really great. Like mm-hmm. everybody gave their best performance. Um, so I applaud you for that. Um, great job to all the actors on the show, um, as if they need my approval. Did you just get a cinnamon bun delivered to you? I got a cinnamon roll delivered. Oh my, look at the way right that that to towers me. up. That is literally, this is ladies and gentlemen, I am looking at a three-level cinnamon <laughs> bun with the perfect amount of frosting over that bitch. Ooh. She's going to take a bite now and we're going to get a review that's, on this cinnamon bun. That's Pillsbury, Ladies and gents, baby. please, please stand by. Now, are we going, did we go for a side piece or we went straight for the middle? Oh, she's chewing. Mm. I'm jealous. I'm so jealous. I wish I was at y'all's house. I go straight from the tip of the swirl and I work my way. Oh, inward. you unravel. See, I, I unravel. cut into her like a pizza. I give it like the little the little pizza cut and then I eat a little bit of the center at at all the t- Oh my god. I'm going to go straight for the center. Oh my god, she the, the center oh is being pulled. Oh my god, look, it's, it's like all, a long noodle. It's all It's unraveled. like a, it's like spaghetti. This is incredible. I'm having the best time of my life right now watching this. This is great. I promise not to spend the entire podcast biting and chewing and whatever. I'm fine with it. I watch a lot of fucking food mukbangs, so I this is the ASMR I love, so I'm here for it. With a review. It's incredible. This is for you. Thank um, you so much. Going back to the episode, I feel like... Even though this isn't the most action-packed episode for Mm -hmm. me, I could see why people return to it because it is, like, it's so comforting. The conflict is really, like, it's not super high stakes, so Mm. you don't have to really have, like, an element of anxiety in there. No. It's already, it's one of the Thanksgiving episodes, so that already has, like, an element of comfort to it. Um... I, I don't think it's, like, the most captivating episode we've seen so far, but I could mm-hmm. see why it would, like, leave people with, like, a warm feeling inside, and it has yeah. some laughs in it. I have to pause. I think that there's something in the pocket of something in the dryer. Hold on. Sure. <laughs> there was a vape. There was a vape pen in <laughs> the pocket, so oh, don't want to dry that. <laughs> yeah. But you washed Whoopsies. it? Yeah, I washed it. It'll be fine, though. We'll try to hit that in, like, an hour or two and see what happens. One time, I washed my remote. Fully washed it. Saw the lights lighting up within as it was going around. That bitch still works. Damn. Not even... It just... It was like, you know what? It's fine. I needed to wash anyway. I didn't dry it, you know? There's nothing worse, though, than washing and drying chapstick. Because mm-hmm. that will ruin your clothes if it gets into the dryer. I once washed and dried bright Russian red from MAC lipstick. 
Oh my god. And it Oh my god. ruined so many of my clothes. I had to throw out so many things. It was That's like devastating. It was. And then I was out of MAC lipstick. And this was like <laughs> when MAC was was popular too. It was it was an assault on all fronts. Holy shit, not only do you not have your favorite clothes anymore, but then now you don't have your lipstick. What the fuck are you supposed to do? And I, oof, sometimes I still think about it. I had this, like, heather gray, oversized, super soft t-shirt that I had gotten at the men's section of Target. It had all of the old Nickelodeon characters on it. Mm -hmm. I looked and felt so good in that shirt. And it fell victim to the red lipstick. Guys, leave a leave us a review and let us know if you're enthralled by our laundry talk this afternoon. We, well, I also do this really fun thing where I dry it on the hottest setting mm -hmm. that it has. So that's why I started to take stuff out. Because if I do it on anything lower, then I'm going to have to do it for like two hours. And I don't want to I don't want to wait so long. You know what I mean? So I just take out the things that I know would like shrink a dink and then throw <laughs> everything else on hot. And it, it's so funny. I realized this just the other day. My, I have a size full, no, I have a queen bed. Mm -hmm. And I there's these sheets at Target that I love. They're my favorite. I don't know what they are, but they're expensive and I love them. And they just, they, they're so nice. And they kept, they would like shrink. But I know, I would know that it's the right, I was like, I know that I purchased the right size. And literally just the other day, I was like, it's because you wash it on warm and dry it on the highest setting. They shrunk, you <laughs> fucking idiot. I was like, of course they shrunk. And what's weird is that one set didn't shrink, but then the other set really shrunk. But my favorite one is the one that shrunk. So I'm using just like all my strength to like just put it over the corner in just like the smallest capacity. Mm -hmm. But... You know, I'm not the best at laundry, but I'm not the worst. You should just get king-sized sheets. So that way, <laughs> when they shrink, they're the appropriate size for your bed. <laughs> I love that. Well, speaking of, like, like shrinking things, and you said this mm -hmm. a little bit earlier, but did mm -hmm. you ever use shrinky dinks when you were a Let kid? Let me tell you. Let me tell you, let me tell you, I had a math teacher, Mrs. Graham, and I'd go over to this woman's house and she would teach me. And I think I told you this when we went to dinner the other night. She she taught me how to like do math and like the best way with what is it called? The dot system? Yeah, the like Yeah, dot it's like you addition. put the dots on it in order to count. I still do it to this day dot so addition. that you don't have to count on your fingers. But my reward after we would do all the mathin. Mm -hmm. was we would shrink shit and it was so incredible and I didn't I don't think I had it at home I think it was like only at Mrs. Graham's house because mm -hmm. she wasn't even my math teacher she was my math tutor but mm -hmm. she was like my brother's teacher or something like I don't know but she still worked at the school but she also did tutoring and we would shrink shit and I just you would like draw on it with mm -hmm. like stuff and then like put it into like an oven or like the microwave or something. What was it? Was it microwave? Yeah, for I guess I, I have no idea if people use these. For those of you guys who don't know, shrinky dinks, you like you draw something on a specific type of paper that came with the shrinky dink kit with a special yes. kind of marker that came with it. 
and then you would apply heat. So you'd put it in the toaster oven or a regular oven, and then it would shrink. And I have no idea what the material even was that they you can used. buy it still you can buy it at michael's you can buy it at michael's we should buy have a day where we do like just an old school craft day and we do some yes. shrinky dinks oh and we could do that like spin art do you ever remember um and i think we did it in like preschool but it really just blew my little mind you would have a shoebox and a piece of paper and a marble and some paint and you'd You'd yeah. marble it around and it would make like a gorgeous, really shitty painting that I would bring home and they'd <laughs> hang on the fridge for a hot second. Yes, marble um, paint. Yes, though that, I think about that all the time. My little self just really loved it. I loved it so, all I ever wanted to do was fucking marble painting. It was so bizarre, but I loved it. But, yes, I really think that we should do this. It would be better instead of us taking breaks every 10 minutes to go get the shits when we went to dinner so i invited chloe uh out at the most inconvenient time to come to my house which was 5 p.m on a weekday you guys on a week fucking day she asked me to hang out and i said sure why don't you meet me on a weekday at 5 p.m we don't live close to each other it took her an hour and a half to get to me i'm the worst person that's alive i digress we go to my favorite Mexican restaurant, and it's great, but there is a 50-50 chance that you are going to get painless water shits. It's the kind that make your stomach churn, and you don't know if it's going to exit your butt when you're going to poop or when you're going to fart, but no poop cramps. Not in, like, very inconvenient, but not very painful. As far and as, this, the, as the shits go, this was, like, a lower-tier event. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is what keeps me going back to this place. Like, I know that I might get the literal water shits, but I don't mind. You know, I just, it's okay. And sometimes it hits at the restaurant. Sometimes it hits, like, when you're at home. But you had also driven an hour and a half. So I was like, <laughs> we got to have a three-hour dinner because she just drove across the universe to come see me on a Friday. I love Why didn't I offer to meet you in the middle? I love What that is going way, on? The way that you said that made it sound like getting the shits was like a part of the experience like, that it you is. look forward to where you're like, no. I come for the tacos, but I stay for the water shits. Well, see, most times if I would eat at a place and it made me sick, I wouldn't want to eat there again. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't make you sick. It just, you know, it. if you're in need of like an enema, you know, mm -hmm. if you just need to clear everything out, it just moves everything through you, you know? And it doesn't really even continue the next day. It's just... It's a one time... It's a one and done. One yeah. time. It takes, you know, it's going to take you like 10 minutes it's, yeah. it's the sound. The bark is worse than the bite. And that, yeah, they are they are loud ones. They are the embarrassing <laughs> loud ones where you're kind of happy. You just got to be like, you know what? I'm never going to see anybody in this bathroom again. So this is okay and it's fine. As I'm <laughs> blowing ass after eating the best tacos of my life. I love like, I want to go right now. I love it. I love that as far as the listeners know. The story is that you made me drive an mm -hmm. hour and a half across LA yeah. to get diarrhea <laughs> <laughs> without like telling me that that was part of the deal 
This was, guys, I want you to know, though, I left that bathroom feeling so proud because I don't use public restrooms and I certainly don't poop in them. I can't even poop in other people's houses. I go, but, on, I go on vacation with my boyfriend and I'm like, well, I guess this is the week that I don't shit. <laughs> Shut up. My boyfriend pipes up in the background to ask me about this one time. Do you go to Taco Bell and have a rough one? Okay, yes. Right after right after this incident with Katie. I can't believe I'm talking about this. <laughs> I'm so sorry to out our buttholes on this. First I talked for 10 minutes about laundry and then I was like, well, listen to this yeah, shit or I got a story for you. We went from laundry, then it took a sharp turn. No, so then I drive. This is another driving diarrhea story. I drive... <laughs> Four hours to go up to see uh, my boyfriend's family, and on the way I stopped for some 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 CJ, some Carl's Jr. You know, yeah. Uh, maybe you guys know it as Hardee's. Mm-hmm. I'm really uh, trying to bide myself some time here. Um, <laughs> and then he and I are supposed to meet his family at the beach, and on the way to the beach, I was like, we gotta stop, but like we gotta. We got to pull off, and the only place we can pull off is this, like, Taco Bell, where luckily the bathrooms were positioned in such a way where it's like, okay, there's the front door, and there's the bathroom. I can just get in and out without anyone seeing me, you know? I'm wearing a one-piece swimsuit. I have to strip fully nude in this, like, Taco Bell in the middle of nowhere and just, like let it all out for like 15 minutes (laughs) and I'm texting Katie as I do this like girl I'm fully nude in a Taco Bell right now and I I felt bad because I thought it was from the the restaurant that we went to I was like damn I ruined this bitch she's never gonna hang out with me again it was the next day and I was like sweating. <laughs> mm, it's not that's see that's not the experience you and, get at the restaurant. That is definitely a ta- uh, a Hardee's slash Carl's Jr. shit. The worst part is that someone knocked on the door like partway through, and for some reason I was just like, "I'm in here." <laughs> <laughs> like couldn't sound more distressed. <laughs> I'm in here like they know who I am. I'm in here. And then I was able to sneak out. And thank God it didn't happen. Thank God it was just he and I. uh, And his was not at the beach in front of his family. But this has been a wild week for me intestinally. (laughs) Intestinally. (laughs) Took a sharp turn to Shittersville. (laughs) Should we talk about something that's not my bowel movements, please? Do you want to go back to friends? Yeah, I think we should. I think it's time. Oh I don't even know Christ. how to segue into this now. Just, just where where'd we open up? Well, guys, this is the one with the football. It aired November 21st, 1996, written by Ira Ungerleiter and directed by Kevin S. Bright. It is Thanksgiving in the Purple Apartment. And not only is it Thanksgiving... It is the Thanksgiving where Phoebe wears a giant black choker and a long skirt and has this crazy braid hair wrap thing. Her look is just immaculate. You like it? 
Oh, I loved it. I was obsessed with the spectacular look. What did you the think? The way that you were you were saying it, I was like, I don't think she likes it. No. And then you were like, I loved it. Can I was like, oh. by my voice? I love it. <laughs> I, I thought it was fantastic. I thought I everyone was thinking looking. about you shitting your way through every bathroom. You went from not doing public restrooms to exclusively doing public restrooms. <laughs> Out of necessity. <laughs> You don't understand. This has been a big step for me. Wait, and then had to wipe, put your one piece back on, and go to the beach with your shoes. Oh, no, and then the worst part was, if we're back to this, the worst part was is that when I stood up, I had sweated so much that all of the, like, toilet protector was completely attached to my body. And I was like, fuck, I'm supposed to go to the beach. Like... I can't wa- be walking around with this on my legs, and I had to spend like five minutes like peeling all of this shit off my legs. Because I was like, if I'm in a bathing suit, like they're gonna see my whole ass. There's no out of this. There's no getting out. I have to get this off of me. I didn't think it was getting get any worse than that. I forgot about that detail. Were you also wearing a white swimsuit? No, thank God. I was wearing a red swimsuit. Whew, yeah, for code red. Yeah. All right. <laughs> anyway, away. back to Phoebe's outfit. Oh my God. Yes, yes. Let's uh, let, please. We gotta. We gotta go on. No, I gotta move on with my life. Okay. <laughs> I'm not well. Now, Joey suggests a little game of touch football. Which launches Ross and Monica into the story about how they're not allowed to play football. I love, I do love the delivery of this whole story. Like, Ross sounds so much like a little boy, like, telling this story. And I love it when we get the sibling dynamic of Monica and Ross. Those are my favorite Monica and Ross storylines. I also love the, um... No, Monica, you want to put them in concentric circles. I want to do this. And then she puts the marshmallow in her nose. and she... I love it. <laughs> <laughs> now, they decide that they will play one more time. They're out in the park. Ross and Monica bunny up. They're the captains. And the teams that we begin with are Monica, Phoebe, and Joey versus Rachel, Chandler, and Ross. This whole hmm. sequence of Rachel getting picked last, you know, really really stuck with me because that was me. I was never, ever the first choice in PE. And you know what? I don't blame them because there's not a single sport I can play and I didn't want to participate to begin with. (laughs) You know, a really interesting time for me was that I played soccer for six years, right? With AYSO, whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. And I hated it. But I thought that my parents really wanted me to do it. Turns out they hated it. And they thought that I really wanted to do it. So we were both doing it for each other, and we all hated it. And they made me midfield. I have asthma. I cannot run. But I also could not defend for shit. I was afraid of the ball, and I would put my arms up near my head when I was running because I was afraid the ball was going to hit me. (laughs) And I'm like, I started at like 
seven or eight. Like, I was tiny out there, just, like, running around with my arms up. Mm-hmm. They'd have to take knees for me because I'd be out there having an asthma attack, and I'd go down. I'm like, Ugh. And in the six years that I played soccer, I made two goals. That's it. And I was midfield. And every season, you know what their job is? It's basically to make the goals. I don't understand. <laughs> I should have been benched. And I didn't understand because I would constantly get the whistle blown on me mm-hmm. because I would run ahead of the team yeah. and I wouldn't understand what was going And my dad would be like, stop running ahead of them. And I would just didn't understand. I did. I could not comprehend what anybody was telling me for the love of God for some reason. I do not know. And then having to throw the ball in. Ugh, that God, the shin sounds, pads. That sounds Mm-mm. like a nightmare. I was a sporty girl, but I wasn't good. It is one of my deepest fears that my children are good or interested, at least, in athletics. And then I mm. have to go to their games. And there's a high chance of that happening because my boyfriend is athletic. And me, I, I suggest fear every day. Gymnastics. Cause that's not that's kind of fun to watch. Only you know? the gay sports. We're doing yeah, yes. We're doing gymnastics. maybe musical theater for we're you. Doing show choir. We're and doing he's ice just skating. like, Mom, can I please? <laughs> no. What did he say? He said, "Did you call show choir a sport?" <laughs> Listen, no, but it's a, there is dancing. Musical theater. There is dancing in there, and dancing is a sport. Okay. What did he say? <laughs> he's just saying it's not a sport. Whatever, Listen. loser. Eat your cinnamon roll. Next time I see him, I'm throwing hands. I'm going right up. He's getting slapped. Hollywood slapped. <laughs> we should have him on this podcast one week since he... <laughs> he does watch it. We should. I would love to have him on, honestly. <laughs> All right, Nolan, you hear that? You're going to be a guest one day. Cool. I'm down. <laughs> Imagine if he was like, ugh, okay. He reads so quickly. <laughs> he really did. Um... <laughs> Oh, fun fact, when they are at this park and they're running around doing their football stuff, the two kids on the swing set in the background are actually Marta Kaufman's, the Mm -hmm. creator of Friends. Those are her kids. And something else I was thinking about when I was watching the episode was like, damn, there's a lot of leaves on the ground. I bet they had to get a lot of leaves. This was actually not a real park, and they created it. It's like an entire set. I mean, it looks like a fucking set. I don't know who is watching this and thinks that it's a real park, (laughs) because it clearly looks like a fucking park, or a fucking set. But also, like, uh, like somebody had to go to, like, Michael's or something and be like, I need a lot of leaves. foliage. I need so many leaves, because there are just so... And I realize it's because they're covering up, like, the state. Like, the there's not real anything there, you Mm -hmm. know? So... I'll leave you with that. I, I don't know how to describe it, but it looks like, you know, when you go to the museum and there's like a whole wing of the museum that's just those like dioramas of mm-hmm. like the the storks and the grizzlies and all of that. And it, oh, like, like when Ross and Rachel like pass out near the caveman when they finally yeah. have sex in one of those dioramas, that's what this set looks like. It looks so mm. staged. It looks bad. It looks it looks a little bit They're rough, not, I will not tell you. Not anyone, but... Uh-uh, nope. Whatever. What, in fairness, whatever. Yeah, I'm a little butthurt because you didn't laugh at my, my, my leaf joke because I said I'll leave you with that. I did not pick up on that. 
<laughs> but also, does that even work? Because who calls them leaves? Oh, yes, that's the multiple. You can, okay, I'll great. Leaves, I'm explaining. I'll leaves you with that. I'm explaining my own pun to myself, so that's where we're at in today. God damn. You used okay, the anyway. Word the way it was supposed to be used. So I, I know, and I was like, it. wait, does that even work? And then you're like, you bitch, how could you not laugh at this joke? But it's, I said I'll leave you with that, but it, we're talking about leaves. It's funny. You know, you know what makes a joke funny? When someone throws a fit and explains it. I think that's the best. I think that is comedy. You're right. That is the funniest joke I've ever heard. Thank you. Perfect. (laughs) Anyway, I digress. Now, as they play, Joey bumps into Marga, played by Susanna Voltaire. Uh, Fun fact about this actress. They had no idea that she was not European when she was cast for this role. She came in and she did the Swedish accent in her audition, all of just her own idea. That is not how the character was originally written. Oh, wow. And they thought it was great. And then she goes in, she's playing this Dutch girl. And once she revealed to the crew that she was actually American, they were like blown away. Wow. Um, I thought that I was... thought she was terrible. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you, girl. I literally was like, "Damn, this is some bad acting. I hate this." So um, <laughs> maybe her Swedish accent is better than her Dutch. You know, it wasn't even that. The, that didn't bother me. It, I just was like, "This is bad." Like I don't understand why this creepy woman. <laughs> is standing here watching a stranger's game with her dog. I mean, imagine, like, you're going, taking the cats for a walk or something, and you're like, you know what, I'm gonna... These people are, are having a, a great time. It's just weird. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you've got two men, like, hitting on you. You know what I don't want when I'm out? Two men hitting on me. <laughs> it just... I don't understand this this sub-storyline. I do mm-hmm. not like it at all. And I hate the way it ends. I hate I hate it. <laughs> Take it out. Take it out of the episode. Because I know we're playing football. This is all we have. So what are we going to have? A hot woman enter. No! I think something that I'm realizing as we talk about it is I feel like they're trying to give more stakes to this game Mm. than there are. So, like, obviously there's stakes in it for Monica and Ross because they've got this long-standing competition they can't, they're not allowed to play anymore because Monica, years ago, like, broke Ross's nose playing football. Yeah. There's stakes. They're already competitive. They're Gellers. Rachel has some stakes in this because no one thinks that she can play, and mm-hmm. they keep telling her to go along, and she wants to show that she can actually do something. I guess with this, they're trying to make Chandler and Joey actually care because they're competing for the attention of this Dutch woman. Yeah. Um, as annoying as they are about it. I mean, they're so juvenile about it. There is also something about the way that Ross is acting in this episode that if I were Rachel, my vagina would shrivel up like a raisin (laughs) and never be hydrated again. Like, I would be like, um, I'm good. Thanks. Yeah, we talked about that in the, the sibling rivalry episode when he's, like, spending all of his time at the apartment. And yeah. Monica and him are fighting, and he's like, meh, 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 meh. Yeah. I, don't I know just. How she can put up with it. I literally don't know how she has sex with Ross. I truly don't. Like, honestly, at this point, bring Mark in. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, and, and then, of course, because it's the early seasons, we have no stakes for Phoebe, and uh, they don't care that she's there at all. There yeah. Go. That's how yeah. it always goes. 
But something fun about the shirt that she is wearing. Uh, Phoebe's wearing a That Girl uh, 1966 shirt. And the star of That Girl is Marlo Thomas, who plays Rachel's mom. Oh my gosh, I didn't even catch that. Yeah, I love it. That's so cute. And I love that shirt. Yes, I do too. I was like, damn, I love this with the yellow underneath. Oh, I loved. They do all look so like cute, very like fall 90s, beautiful. Rachel's got like the backwards like hat with the little braid pigtails. Yeah. You know what else I really enjoy? Chandler's look. He looks very good too. Mm Mm-hmm. I like his like long sleeve, whatever. It's the it's like one of the first episodes where I was like, he looks not he looks he looks attractive in a sense, I thought. Because <laughs> I don't really find him that hot, you know? They always have great fall and winter fashion on this show. Maybe Yeah, there's something uh, very nineties about it that is comforting. And I think like personally, I love a good like maybe it's because I have almost always lived in California, like we don't really have that much uh, cold or winter or anything. Mm-hmm. But I'm always so, like, impressed when I see a great winter look on TV or in movies. This is set in New York, so obviously, like, it's actually, like, supposed to be crisp and, like, cold there. Uh, yeah. And I'm always obsessed with those kinds of looks because we never yeah. get to do that here. No, we do not. We do not at all. We just pretend. Um, I do love this part where... Chandler accidentally rips Joey's favorite jersey, and then he's like, oh my God. now you have two. <laughs> yep, that is a funny part, too. Uh, we also have Phoebe getting a touchdown. We have this fight between Ross and Monica where he calls her a cheater, cheater, compulsive eater. Pretty fucking mm. rude. <laughs> I'd break his nose. <laughs> and this is what's so unattractive. Like, you guys are adults. Like, why does Ross want to treat his sister this way? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. if this were happening to me, I would be like, what are you doing to me? Like, I cannot handle this. Mm -hmm. Please stop. (laughs) I don't know. Sometimes I feel like the sibling dynamics just, like, don't die, you know? Like. I guess, but I'm so (laughs) happy-minded. You never have times where you hang out with your brother and sister and you're like, oh, my God, this feels like we're, like, 12 years old again. No. Well, good for you, man. You guys have evolved. (laughs) You've evolved. You've matured. (laughs) We really have. But I used to be the problem. So it's me. Oh, gotcha. Like, I've evolved. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. If we're going to get real, I mean. <laughs> well, we should talk about this part where Monica reveals that she has the Geller Cup. This long-lost Geller Cup that their dad has supposedly thrown into a lake years ago. Mm-hmm. She now has it. They cut to the purple apartment and Monica putting the troll... Are we going to talk about the voiceover? Yes. Because it's the worst thing that I have ever heard in my life. Terrible ADR. And the winner gets this. Just horrific. They they heard that and they thought, perfect. We don't need another take. We shouldn't have her say this more natural. Like, why didn't they tell her to act like she was talking to them regularly? Also, it's way louder than, like, any other thing in the whole episode. Like, it's... He'll be... (laughs) This is how it went. He was like... Why would we want to uh, keep playing? Because the winner gets this. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? And then just back to normal. And I want to know what happened. I want to know if, like, the, like what? why? Why was the, Why didn't they just film it on the set? What happened? Did they forget? Did they change it? What happened? 
I feel like, so usually, I mean, ADR is done for so many different reasons. I'm going to guess that in this case, they probably did not have that line originally, and the Mm. reveal was just supposed to be her, like, putting it on the table, and then when they went back, they were like, this doesn't make as much sense. We need to, like, put a line over it. Yeah. I'm going to guess that's why. And she's not, like, she's not on the camera, so. Yeah. I felt crazy because when I was watching it, I was like, I remember this ending, but I also remember a different ending Mm -hmm. to this episode. And I thought that I was nuts. But in the uncut DVD version, it does have a different ending. And I was like, oh, because the way that it ends in the DVD is that Monica and Ross decide to toss it down the garbage chute in the end. Mm -hmm. And then Phoebe is at the bottom catching it. So that, like, she can, like, give it back to Monica so that she can have it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then also in the uncut DVD version, when Phoebe asks Marga to set the timer, she calls Phoebe beefy. And then when Monica (gasps) trades Joey for Rachel, she says, that's great. There goes my last shred of self-esteem. So, like, there's the little things in it that I, like, remembered. And there have been, when I have watched other episodes, I'm like... I remember there being another line here. But now I'm so used to watching it in the edited. Are you laughing at Beefy? Beefy. That's the best (laughs) thing I've ever heard. And we didn't get to see it. I just wish that um, they had had kept some of this in. I want to see it. I want Beefy. Give me Beefy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want Beefy. Give me Beef. Also, when they're in the purple apartment, why is Marga there? Why did she come up with them to the apartment? She's just standing there. Wait, what? When they go to the apartment and Monica reveals that she still has the Geller cup, Marga is just standing in the apartment with them next to, like, Joey and Chandler. She's there. Dude, they, they had a hot mess with this episode. <laughs> I feel like they did not know what they were going to do until they started <laughs> editing it, and they were like, well, here we go. Now, we have essentially this entire, like... We have this whole montage of them, like, there's too many, like, I know that this is the one with the football. There's too much football. There's too much, (laughs) there's too much repetitive football. They try to do these bits that make it interesting. I don't know if it's just because of my, like, the fact that I already have such disdain for football and it's not Mm. interesting to me at all. Mm. Maybe if it Mm -hmm. was, it would be interesting. Uh, yeah. But it was just too much. It was just not, there was not enough to differentiate things for yep. me. Um, yep. I do love that Rachel comes back with a pretzel. I That I love. She's, I went really long. I thought it was very funny. But there's this whole montage of them set to the song, y'all ready for this? And yeah. And they're just tackling each other in front of the Dutch girl. And it's boring. Also, the lighting completely changes on the set after halftime it is so much brighter it looks like a like they there's so many issues with this episode now we should talk about this scene where ross is finally like yo dutch girl just choose do you want to be with joey do you want to be with chandler because they are not getting along they need to we need to settle this once and for all i (laughs) he says who do you want to take back to your windmill rude yeah 
I love her delivery of the line, though. Like, if I have to choose now, which I find really weird. Yeah. But also, why are you sticking around anyway? All of this is really fucking weird. But she chooses Chandler, and Chandler gloats so hard that she changes her answer, calls him basically a shallow dork, Mm -hmm. uh, and decides she doesn't want to be with anyone. Yes, and he does the same thing when Monica and him are together, and he finds out that, like, he's the best sex she's ever had or whatever, which I find hard to believe compared (laughs) to Richard. After the dance that I just saw him do in this episode, I don't believe I don't believe he's bringing women to completion. I don't believe it. I don't either. He he's he's like licking the labia and thinking he's licking the clit, and he's not. He's he's in the wrong area. He's at the taint, and he's yeah. like, "Is that it? Is you you like this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not good. Oh my he's probably like God. a jackhammerer, you know, like really fast he's, where you're like a fish on the bed and you're like. Yeah, he still fucks like he's like 16 or something. Definitely. Like figuring it out for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Uh, then they decide to switch to, to boys versus girls because Ross just can't accept the fact that he's losing. This Mm-mm. is the part that really bothers me because Monica is actually like we have seen is very athletic and very good like. And most of the things that she does. Yeah. So really Ross is the problem in all of this. Yeah. But what I hate, absolutely hate, is once they switch to Rachel, Phoebe, and Monica on one team, Joey, Ross, Chandler on one team, they do this whole other montage, a lot of football montages, where they decide that the best way to beat them is to have Phoebe flashing them. Mm-hmm. But yep. why do we need that if Monica has already been creaming them for like this whole episode? Like, mm-hmm. wouldn't it be a better like? Wouldn't it be a better victory if they weren't winning by Phoebe like flashing her tits? Like, can't we just yeah. show that they're good at football? I don't know, and I like liked it when I watched the episode. Like, because I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. But then now thinking back, like, you're right. Like, that doesn't actually make any sense. Also, I think we've talked about this on this podcast, but this really calls back to one of my biggest pet peeves in TV and movies is when a girl flashes someone and there's no bra. There's no, mm-hmm. like, they're just not wearing a bra in any of She's these out shows. there playing tackle football without a bra. She's not oh my a God. Sports bra? Like, are you kidding me? This makes no sense. This, you can tell this episode was written by a man. Yes, absolutely. I'm also just like looking through my notes. They're so funny. Like the stuff that I write down, like I just was like reading over, they they go like this. Hate the storyline, love her dog though. If I was Rachel, I would not want to have sex with Ross. (laughs) LOL at her pretzel. I wish I had a pretzel. What? Is this my diary? Yours is like a stream of consciousness. I love it. Yeah, it is. And then the next, for some reason, uh, the way that Monica is acting doesn't bother me. Oh, poor Rach. She can't play football for shit. <laughs> Why do we have the storyline with the woman? I hate her. Phoebe flashes. <laughs> LMAO. This episode's directed really well. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is like... God forbid if something ever happened to you and someone... This is also written down on paper, you guys, because apparently Katie is Amish now. 
if you, God forbid, went missing today and then someone came to your apartment and found that list, they would think it was like a clue to solving like the true crime story of what happened to you. Also, not the best play, Rach. Uh, all the acting in this one was pretty good. Other than the Dutton gal, I think I tried to write Dutch, but I was really quick with my pen. So it literally looks like Dutton. It's D-U-T-E-N. Mm-hmm. Dutton. Oh, no, that's Dutch. It's just my ch is very, is very off. Yeah, and that was my last and final note. So, I love yeah, it. if somebody found this, they would think, like, what is happening? They would think clearly she wasn't in her right state of mind. <laughs> no, they'd be like, yikes. Check the freeway. Like, she may be wandering down. We don't know. <laughs> Speaking of Rachel, she tries to make a great play. It blows her chance by hitting Monica in the face. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she has one last chance to redeem herself, and she scores a touchdown. Yes. This is a huge moment of victory for her. Yes. At least we think so, because Chandler points out that she didn't do the touchdown in the right place. I don't know how mm-hmm. it works. Mm-hmm. She didn't make it all the way to the end zone. Yep. So they're still playing. And at this point, everyone else kind of gives up and goes back inside to eat their Thanksgiving food and have a good time. And we end with Monica and Ross on the field, fighting over the football. And then it starts to snow. And that is how we end things, is them fighting in the dirt over a football as it snows. I do love this conversation that we get with Phoebe and Rachel and the guys in the apartment where they're like, (laughs) where they're talking about the NFL and they're like, I wish we could just play football, you know? And they're like, oh, there is a football league. Oh, I work Monday nights. I can't. (laughs) I also, um, fuck, what was I going to say? I don't remember. It's gone. It left. This is good content. (laughs) I am good at, at podcasting, yes. I, uh, I'm uh, I'm pretty good at it, yes. Ah, fuck, what was I going to say? Uh, oh, it's back, baby. It's here. Uh, what's his name? Chandler. Almost called him Ross. Chandler was sitting on the couch as well with everybody else when they were eating. Mm-hmm. And he had a bowl, but it looked like he was eating mashed potatoes. He doesn't eat Thanksgiving food. That's true. What's going on? It's supposed to be mac and cheese. Why was it mashed potatoes? Which also, I think one could argue that mac and cheese can be Thanksgiving food. It is in my world. We make a mac and cheese casserole every Thanksgiving and every Christmas. What are you talking about? So maybe, maybe, either they just forgot, or he decided to not be a little bitch this year. He was so tired from his football that he had to break down and eat some mashed potatoes. Also, like, he eats mashed potatoes, like, other times throughout the year. He just can't eat it on this specific day. And, like, mashed potatoes are not just a Thanksgiving food. Like, I had mashed potatoes last, uh, no, a couple days ago. It's not Thanksgiving. It's different than Mortoki, Mr. Chandler. Yeah. that... Obviously, there's a core memory built around that. Also, turkey Mm -hmm. is definitely, like, Thanksgiving food. I don't know anyone else who's making a whole-ass turkey just on a Tuesday afternoon. Well, but what? Does he not eat a turkey sandwich? I don't know, man. We we Hmm. gotta talk to him about this. 
Okay. All right. Well, I guess I'll call Chandler later. <laughs> now, <laughs> what were your titles for this episode? Let me just grab my paper. Um, <laughs> we are looking paper. at <laughs> <I know. laughs> the one with the Geller cup. Love it. Uh, the one with the swollen glands because Ross and Monica fight over that he was having mono and he says, you know that my glands were swollen. Loved that. And then uh, the one with the terrible voiceover. Oh, I love those. Yes, uh, those are mine. I honestly found it very hard to create titles because there weren't many like storylines or anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, the one with the football is obviously a great title for this episode. Yeah. Um, I have the one with the Dutch girl. Oh, why wouldn't I make that title? Oh, because you hate her, so you don't want to include I do. Her. I wasn't thinking about her. <laughs> uh, the one where Rachel goes long. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> That's the winner. I well, love it. Well, guess I what? I love it. The next one has alliteration, which you also love. I love which that. Which is the one with the football flash. I love it! Oh, God! Uh, you're a genius! You know? Anytime it's I do alliteration, I know you're gonna, like, blast. Well, it's like you went to college. You can tell. You know? You can tell that your schooling was good. And I love it. Uh, I don't know which one I like better. I love the going long because that was one of my favorite bits of the entire football thing. But then I also love that second one because the football flashing is great. I don't even know which one to choose as my winner. <laughs> well, why don't we just agree that the one with the football is the mandatory name for this episode. It is. But it is. one that I was going to put that you put is the one with the Geller Cup. And I would yeah. argue that that is a more interesting title. Title. Yeah. 100%. So to me, that's the winner. Yeah. 100%. I love it. With these uh, Thanksgiving episodes, they were doing a thing one year where you could buy tickets to go watch all of the Thanksgiving episodes at the movie theater. And they were doing different weekends. So it was like the first four episodes, one weekend, and then like whatever the next. And I went and I saw the first season ones. And I remember like we were just eating popcorn and like watching Friends in the movie theater. Mm -hmm. And it was so much fun i hope they do it again because it was incredible my dorky ass loved that shit if they do it again this year we have to go you can find me at little baby kate you guys can find me on tiktok and on instagram at cuckoo for clo puffs if you liked uh hearing about me shit myself today then feel free to (laughs) leave us a five star rating leave us a nice little review tell me about times that you've almost shit yourself (laughs) and share this podcast with all of your friends who also love friends next week is the one where rachel quits which the one where rachel shits one yeah the one where rachel shits (laughs) sorry i got poop on the brain um the one where Rachel, that, Mark, he's coming in and he's coming in hot and then he's a Xerox girl and then, then she's going to be on her, he's going to be on his knees and and he's going to be begging and I'm not ready. Well, next week is also uh, the Christmas episode for season three, which is fun because we're getting to the holidays a little bit early this year, you guys. <laughs> Happy holidays. <laughs> See you next week. Bye, Bye guys. 